0: Let's talk about 11 things that I learned from the Unknown Market Wizards, which is the latest book in the Market Wizards book series by Jack Schwager. I will put a link to the Amazon site below the video, below the podcast, not gonna be an affiliate link. And yeah, check it out. And I picked 11 quotes that I find the most interesting. I will explain what they mean to me and how they can be applied in your trading as well. And the first one is something that I've talked in the past before, and I think it's just such a beautiful quote. And the quote is, music is the space between the notes and in trading it's analogous because trading is the space between the trades. In trading and the profitable traders, the traders that come out of our mentoring, who make it, are not the ones who have necessarily the best trades all the time, but they are the ones that take the good trades and in between those good trades, they don't screw it up. Everyone can take those amazing trades where everything lines up. Those are the ones that are really obvious. They jump at you. They happen maybe once a week, maybe every two weeks and everybody is on them. But what separates the good traders that make it from the ones that don't is what they do in between. And it's not only about not taking the trades that you know you shouldn't be taking. It's also about working on your trading, working on yourself, putting in the time in your journal, refining your edge, learning from your mistakes and all of those things. So I love this quote. It's so uh, fitting and yeah, it means a lot to me as well. Next, next one is from Dan Markey and the quote is, there are two parts to a trade, direction and timing. And if you're wrong about either one, you're wrong about the trade. And this is a principle that I apply in my trading as well. So I have direction and timing in my trading. Direction I get from the higher time frame analysis. So I use a multi-timeframe approach in my swing trading. And in our masterclass, Moritz also teaches a day trading approach where he also uses multiple time frame and the analysis always starts on the higher time frame and on the higher time frames you determine the direction you decide based on the higher time frame criteria do you have a bullish outlook do you have a bearish outlook or you don't have any outlook at all and you avoid the chart and once you have determined and found a chart where you would like to be bullish and where you are looking for long entries then you drop to a lower time frame that's how i do it and on my execution time frame then I pick the direction, or then I pick the timing rather, there and I execute my trades on the lower time frame. And both things have to come together. You need to have a good higher time frame that allows you to determine the direction, and you need to have a lower time frame that lines up. If you only have the direction, but on the higher time frame there's no entry. That's not going to be a trade, or you're not going to have a good trade. If you have a great lower time frame where the technicals are amazing and everything lines up, but the higher time frame is not supportive, also this doesn't work out. So great quote here as well. The third quote from Peter Brand: You have to have an edge to make money, and a chart pattern does not give you an edge. I think this is going to be a mind blower for many traders, and This is true because or the problem is that most of the traders spend all of their time looking for entries, they look for patterns, technical analysis, price action, candlesticks, moving averages, indicators, but this is not what gives you an edge. I've talked about this coin flip experiment by Dr. Van Tharp many times in the past. And he demonstrated that with absolute random coin flip entries. He was able to make money long term by just managing the trade effectively by making the right management decisions, taking profits and setting stops or uh, setting getting out of losses in the right way. So this is really, really important that you understand that a chart pattern, the way you determine your entry is one small part of the puzzle, but it's not the main thing or the only thing that gives you the edge. The edge is not created by entries. It's by created everything that surrounds it. And I often like to give the, uh, or put it out there that just think about the importance of the exit. The exit is really that determines the outcome of your trade and the exit determines you make a win, you make a loss, but it also determines in the bigger picture. Is it the right exit? Could you have let the trade run further? Should you have cut the loss sooner or later? And this also goes head in hand with position sizing. So chart patterns, not as important as it seems. The fourth quote, don't trade so large that fear dominates your trading. And fearful traders. I often talk to traders that tell me that they are fearful. They're scared when they're in the trade, they freeze. They don't know what to do and, at the core is often that their position size is much larger than what they can handle emotionally. And also it's much larger than what their trading account should handle. If you risk five, 10, 20% on a given trade, that is uh, way too much for your trading account and for your emotions. So if you feel that fear is a significant, a significant factor in your trading, reduce your position size significantly. Next quote, Impulsive trades are often triggered by impatience, an urge to do something while you are waiting for a trade that legitimately meets your criteria. The market rewards patience and trades born of impatience are usually detrimental. Impatient. Well, I talked about those three layers of patience before the first layer of patience is when it comes to waiting for a trade, you need to, sit out, wait for everything to align. Second layer of patience, once you're in the trade, you need to be patient while letting your winning trade run. Third layer of patience, you need to be patient with your account growth. Don't try to force something, don't risk too much, don't ramp up your position size, be very patient. So impatience, no matter how it manifests in your trading, is often um, a very, very dangerous place to act upon or act from rather. Next quote, number six. If a trade is not acting as expected, cut losses immediately. So, in our masterclass, I trade my breakout approach and a pullback. And for breakout, it's very, very obvious. So, I wait for the higher time frame and the lower time frame to align. I wait for the act- entry on the lower time frame, which is often a breakout based entry. And if you see that the market is, for example, breaking out of a pattern, what you wanna see is a follow through. The last thing that you wanna see on a strong breakout is that the market stalls and doesn't do anything for hours and hours at a time. This immediately violates and invalidates my trade idea. I see a breakout based on high momentum. I wanna see follow through with that momentum into the direction of the momentum. If I see that the idea that I have with my trade is not validated, I get out and wait for the next trade. Quote number seven. If you ever find yourself in a trade based on hope, get out. You need conviction, not hope to stay in a trade. And uh, yeah, obviously I think everybody has been there uh, where you are just hoping for the market to do what you thought it would, or maybe you didn't do even do your analysis. You just jumped in and hope that somehow you will end up lucky. Maybe you're hoping that um, after a string of losing trades, you risk a little bit more and you hope to get back to break even. Hope is the worst thing to make a trading decision based on. Hope doesn't mean anything in trading. You are not in the business of hope. You are in the business of reality in trading and you need to trade based on objective rules. So you need to have convictions and not hope. Quote number eight, Learning from mistakes is how you become a better trader. This is just, obviously we created Edgewonk and we know about importance of not only journaling, but also reviewing your trades because only there you will be able to find your weaknesses. Again, I keep asking traders or prompting this question. Do you remember your last 10 trades? Do you remember your last 20 trades? And obviously if you're like a normal human being you won't be able to remember your last 20 traits by heart and you won't be able to remember what you did right what you did wrong and therefore the conclusion is that you won't be able to learn from your mistakes that you did in the past if you have no way of writing down your traits and this is the guarantee and the promise that i will make you any day of the week you will never become a profitable trader if you don't review your trades every week and every month. There's no way around that. Quote number nine, after taking a loss, particularly a substantial loss, it is common for traders to experience a compulsion to try to quickly make money back in the same market. Resist this temptation. So this obviously means revenge trading and Traders that just lost money um, are very, very eager to make it back because they want to end their week green or their day green because they have set those arbitrary random goals that you need to end the day green or you need to have a profitable week to be a profitable trader. And again, this is comes back to the the concept of hope um, that we talked about a few quotes before that. So resist this temptation what I often tell my traders is that if they have a problem with um, revenge trading after losing trade just close your trading platform after losing trade walk away it is not going to be the end of the world is if you miss the good trade after that what you want to get to and you want to condition yourself that you understand and then you internalize the understanding that even if you don't make the money back right away there's still going to be another day. There's still going to be another trade. You can come back, but what you absolutely don't want is after taking a good trade and losing money on that good trade, you don't want to throw the good money after the bad money. You don't want to throw more money at something that you know you should have avoided because then you are creating and digging yourself a much, much bigger hole. And this is something that needs to be avoided. Number 10, Don't ever listen to anybody when you are in a position, stick to your own approach and avoid being influenced by contradictory opinions. Many traders, (laughs) I see that every day, Uh, when they have a trade, they send me a private message on Instagram or on Twitter and ask me uh, on YouTube, what should I do? I'm in this trade, is it gonna go further? Should I take exits? Um, And I always say that I have no idea. I don't know the premise of your trading strategy. I don't know the time horizon. I don't know the idea. I don't know your reward to risk ratio definitions. So if you take a trade based on your own strategy, on your own rules, you have to make sure that you know exactly when to get out. This needs to be, and I think this was a quote that uh, in a a previous video we talked about, you need to know where to get out before you get in. This is very, very important because once you're in the trade, you are not going to think Objectively anymore for the most part, or very often. Your decisions will be quite subjective and uh, driven by emotions based on your PL. So before you get into a trade, know when and where to get out, and this will help you a lot. And the last quote: After you get out of a trade, whether it made or lost money, you have to forget about it like that. And then he snaps his fingers in the book. Um, and this is very common nowadays, the the example or the situation with crypto. Uh, Many traders traded crypto and they got out at a good place, but then they see the price kept going and going and going and going and they were not in it. And this creates obviously a lot of frustration and it creates a lot of FOMO as well, because you could have made so much more money. And this is the one or one big problem. Not There are a few challenges, but this is one of the big challenges in trading that no matter what, you could probably always have made a better decision. You could have risked more on your winners. You could have exited your winners a little bit later. You should have uh, quit your losses a little bit sooner or maybe later because then the price would have turned around. So whatever you do in trading, you're always dealing with those and uh, what ifs and should haves, could ifs, what ifs. And this is something that can really drag you down on a on, on your mindset, on your psychology. So again, after you exit your trade, whether it's a win or a losing trade, just get away from your trading platform, just get out, get away, reset your mind. And after a few hours, you come back, maybe even the next day, you will see that the world looks very different and everything is still there. The market is still there. Opportunities are still there. But you will feel much, much different on the inside. And if it takes two or three days for you to reset, then so be it. Take your time and learn after a while that no matter what, the world will keep spinning. There will be more opportunities. But what you don't want is to put yourself in a position where you feel emotional and then make trading decisions and mistakes that could have been avoided. And that's it. Those are the 11 quotes. I hope you enjoyed them. Uh, It's a great book. I will also put, if you're listening to this in a podcast, I will put all the quotes underneath the podcast so that you'll be able to read them through as well. So let me know what you think about this type of podcast. And until the next time.